sports yet? One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but somehow they meet in the middle. Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here. And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be relived. Chuck Freebie. Forever. Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Jack. Sports Jack. It's Sports Jack. I should do this entire podcast in the voice that Gerolato did in House of Gucci. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I still can't tell. I honestly don't know if he was good or not. He was entertaining. But was I, he good? I don't know. He was so almost too wacky. I think I would need to see video of the real dude. He, you know? I after seeing that really want to see him play Mario, like voice <laughs> Mario. He's not Mario though, right? No, Chris Pratt. He's not, he's not in that. Okay. Yeah. But, oh man, I want, I want that now. I want to sign a freaking petition. Leto is Mario. Dude, he's a creep. I think he's a kind of a creepo. <laughs> I I'm cannot serious. stop thinking about him and House of Gucci. He... I, it's it's something else. All right. <laughs> okay. Here we go. And three, two. Welcome back, film fans, to a brand new month on Quality Check Podcast. Well, I guess it's not just on Quality Check Podcast, but you are listening to Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me across the internet, as always, is Drew Douglas. Hi-yo, you doing okay from yeah. um, Thanksgiving? You we, know you had a lot to eat and stuff? No joke, I went for a walk, an extended lunch break. Ooh. I went for a walk, and I was burping so much, <laughs> I thought I was gonna puke. Wait, post Thanksgiving meal? Yeah. Or well, today? it was it was today. It was just the or like leftovers. Four days after. <laughs> yeah, I like Thanksgiving. I tried my best to just maintain. Don't don't overindulge. I didn't overindulge. I had a very healthy, more more than generous dose of Thanksgiving dinner, and it was great. But I. I was able to control myself, but then the leftovers, there are so many freaking leftovers. I have just been, I have been overindulging after the fact, but now what about you and Thanksgiving? I, you know what? For the first time in a decade, I had Thanksgiving off because I have a new job, yeah. which allows me to have holidays off, which is fantastic. Uh, my wife worked day side. She came home in the afternoon and we, so we had like a late Thanksgiving dinner. And I saved my appetite for that, for that meal. I hadn't eaten anything except for some chips and dip. And I ate so much food that I, I texted you and I said, I, I am in actual like physical pain. <laughs> like I was laying on the couch, just immo just immobile. I guess I didn't know this. I saw a headline and it's, it was basically saying, how, how long can you wait to eat your turkey before you have to throw it away. Because I guess there's like a shelf life. Now, here, here's what I do. This is the way I skirt that. And 
I, I did it today and I've gotten in the habit of the last few years doing this, but you need to, to plan this out because the first time I jumped in wholeheartedly into the freezer game where if you don't eat it, you freeze it. Yeah. It, and my problem is I was using these giant Tupperware bins to freeze leftovers, but then it's like when you're ready to have that, you can't just thaw this entire cube of mashed potatoes. Yeah, you got to do portions. And so I learned my lesson over the last few years where I tried to get better and better and better. Now I've literally, uh, I bought separate, uh, it's it's basically lunch containers and also helps me in regulating how much I'm eating. So that's good after the fact, because like I text you this morning, I woke up and had a quarter of a pie. <laughs> and I go, I respond by saying last night, I literally ate half of a pie, a <laughs> pie that I didn't really dive into on Thanksgiving because I was so full, I couldn't eat any dessert. It's so weird because that always makes me kind of depressed because anytime I have to do that, I would almost rather make myself sick than <laughs> eating bad leftovers before throwing it out. But every year it gets to that. I've gotten better about throwing out less and less. This year I'm going to throw I'm hoping I can eat all of it after freezing it, obviously, but eat all of it before throwing any of it out. That's my goal. So I'll keep you updated. Or if you don't hear from me in two weeks, it's because I ended up getting, what is that? Not salmonella, but it's the, um, uh, when you, you've eaten something and you literally get this virus because mm -hmm. of the bacteria that's set in. Uh, I, I, last year, I thought I got that. And it turned out to be COVID instead. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. But uh, go figure. Um, but anyways, hopefully, I'm hoping, I'm hoping this year, none of the above. I stay healthy and uh, we've got decent weather. So I'm going to hop out on the bike um, mm -hmm. and we've got, it's in the 60s here. I don't know. Is it pretty decent where you guys are living or, or not really? Yeah, it's, not it's 60s this week. And even when, honestly, even when it's 40s here, it's not like 40s in Missouri. So it, it, I can't complain. Would you say, because I know you love the 4th of July, but do you prefer Thanksgiving food over 4th of July food? No, absolutely not. Man. No way. 4th is the best because it's just like pig out Sunday. It's like, a, it's like <laughs> going to a ball game. You're just eating hot dogs and nachos and... I don't know, baked beans. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I just prefer that over uh, Thanksgiving, which is not one of my favorite holidays, but now that I can have it off, it is uh, delightful. Now, what do you do for, I was, we were in Walmart the other day and I go, you know what, for Christmas, I want some sort of ham. Do you do ham mm -hmm. on Christmas or what do you do? Yeah. We, do you do uh, Chinese food? No, we, it's funny but that you ask that because the last couple of years, um, so it started, there was a job, actually, when I worked in Tulsa, one of the, it was such a weird perk, but where I worked, they gave us, it was a freaking giant ham, like a giant ham. And so uh, for two years, I got that and it was really good. So then because of that reason, and that's not the only reason, but that's just like solidified. 
my family and saying, all right, we're going to have a nice um, honey-baked ham. And yes, absolutely. It's good. That Now that's become, I mean, we my family would do that, but it was always like, kind of like we'd have that and maybe another year we'd have something else or we'd add something to the ham, but it wasn't like the main dish, the main entree or meat. And now it is, it's, it's turned to that. So now I'm looking forward to freaking ham. Heck, I'm looking forward to eating a hot dog after talking about it. <laughs> I'm ready for Christmas, but I, I, as I've said before, it's the buildup to the holiday that is the most exciting part. Just yeah. driving around the neighborhood and seeing lights or being in the store and it's decorated. Like that is, that's my favorite part. And what's sad is we're only 26 days away from Christmas. Um, we've been up, we have a little like, it's a display and then you pull out these like big dice and you just update the number. So I do that every morning before I head to work and, oh, it, it actually pained me to put in 26 <laughs> days today. And I was like, that can't be right. So I, I asked Siri and she confirmed it and, oh man, it hurt, man. It honestly hurt. Yeah. It's, it's speeding it's, by. It's speeding by, dude. And uh, we'll end up getting past that and then it will be just like Halloween where we're asking ourselves, can we just have a little more time? Because <laughs> then we're getting the New Year's and I don't really care about New Year's. Yeah. And honestly, we don't really have a good holiday until the 4th of July, in my opinion. You know, so that's, we have a massive six-month gap. You know, once you hit the 4th, you do almost have a holiday every single month. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's interesting because of how the second half of the calendar year just stacked. But this is, I mean, we're in the thick of it now. And speaking of being in the thick of it, we have, this is kind of like the buildup to everything pop culture. We've got, finale, this is kind of finale month or mid-season finales. And we've got a few new things that are coming out, uh, whether it be TV shows, film, some music. I actually found some music. Mm. Um, I, I will say nothing made my list, but... Okay, I was going to ask. I was like, what? Yeah, no, nothing. No music made my list. I'm, I'm more excited about things that are coming out either on uh, TV or on the big screen. So, But that segues right into our pop culture pickums episode. And we're doing the month of December where Drew and I will pick three things coming out in the month of December. And we want to share that with you. And it could be anything pop culture, music, movies, TV, books, anything we're excited that's brand new. I guess it wouldn't have to be like brand new. You could pick something that's like, I don't know, Red Notice but that doesn't feel right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's not how we do this. Did you ever watch that, by the way? Were you able to watch that? So it's funny. Uh, my Because you had my, hesitations, and I told you. I did. I yeah. told you, listen, it's not that bad. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those, my girlfriend and I, we were going to watch that, and we didn't. We had, I, it was like one weekend and we had a few other things that were, were going on and we didn't get to that. And so we're like, oh, we'll wait. Well, then spending time with my family over Thanksgiving, my sister and brother-in-law, they were in as well. And both of them were excited to watch Red Notice. So late one night, 
everyone's getting tired and we're like, let's watch Red Notice. So we watched Red Notice every slowly, like pretty much every 15, 20 minutes, someone would leave the room and like, I'm tired. Oh. I'm tired. That but and that's what they would say. Not even that long. Yeah, they're like, We're we're tapping out, we're tired. That's what we all said. About midway through, I left. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now I will say, like the first 10 minutes, if you pull out your um your uh, I don't know what you would call it, your your predictability bingo card, you would be screaming bingo within like five or ten minutes. Yeah. You're yeah. or it's like your action movie cliche bingo card. <laughs> it hits a bingo so fast. I can't. So you never finished it? No, I, not yet. I I plan on it. Um, it was. I will say that it seemed fun. My brother-in-law, mom, seemed to have a lot of fun with it. Um, I don't know. I didn't ask them if they would rewatch it though. But they said it was good to watch once. Um, but they they said they had fun with it. But if uh. I wish I asked them if they would have rewatched it or they would rewatch it anytime soon because, um, yeah, it's so hard to imagine a movie with Gal, The Rock, and Reynolds just being kind of a a big fart in the wind. But oh, I I think that's very um, not unsurprising. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's like every other Rock movie, and I'm going to warn you right now without any spoilers: the ending is super heinous. Like you're going to go what? Really, As you need in, to watch it. I think simply for the fact just to see the ending. So d- it, it's setting up for a sequel, right? It's got to. I mean, I'm not going to say anything, but <laughs> you can't create anything at this point without planning 14 movies. So, so the, here's where I walked out. I remember it specifically uh, <laughs> because it was so outrageous. It's where Reynolds and The Rock are on a ledge and uh, The Rock asks something. He turns around and asks something. And then Reynolds' response is, um, what, the back of your head looks like a penis? And <laughs> that's, the, that's when I got up. I'm like, I, you know I'm out. I got I to gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a dumb movie. Uh, it's but super you, stupid. but you, you would say it's like dumb fun. Is it like that? It just reminded me. I, I, you know, I sat and watched, it and it reminded me of those movies that you know. It's the holidays. It's Christmas time. You either get your family together or your friends, and you go to the movies, and you're just like entertained for two hours. Like it was one of those dopey holiday movies, even though it's not holiday themed. I don't know if that makes any sense, but yeah. That's what it reminded me of, kind of like a throwback to when you would gather everyone and go see a movie on Christmas Eve or something to fill the time. But see, there's nothing wrong with those kinds of movies because there's something like that recently that I watched. I'm like, man, uh, it's just, it it hits all of those. It wasn't great, whatever. I can't even remember now. It was forgettable, obviously, but... um, but like King Richard is that for a different Ooh. way where it's like you gather everyone to be inspired. It's like your remember the Titans or something like that. This uh, is just clearly to fill two hours of your life. Yeah. Now in that Keep case, busy. Uh, yeah. If they're, if they're just something like, you know what, like you said, especially this time of year when you're out shopping, like you've, you've got people out like family members out shopping or something. It's like, you don't want to waste all that time waiting in line. Why don't we just go and watch a movie instead? 
So we'll go see Red Notice. Anyways, I digress. Um, I just think not to keep going. It's just, I don't, there's not much to all these action movies that The Rock is in. Like they're all the same thing. And at some point it has to fall on him because he has so much power that I think it's just the kind of stuff that he likes, but there's no, there's no variation, which makes me a little concerned for Black Adam. I'm like, what is, this movie is going to be Cornball yeah. City. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I uh, that could be, I don't know. I, I, I am, I am hopeful that that will be good, but still, oh man. Anyway, let's do our picks. Would you like me to go first? Yeah, I'm excited to hear what you have to uh, rank. I think mine are fairly obvious, except for maybe Numero Three. It's a television series. It's called "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Ooh. It's coming back for its record-breaking 15th season on December 1st on FXX. And uh, with its return, it becomes the longest-running live-action comedy series in TV history. Uh, The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet was the previous record holder, and this is eight episodes long. And apparently, it's going to deal with how the gang handles COVID-19 <laughs> among many other things that happened in the year 2020. Are you a Sunny fan at all? Yeah, I here's the thing. I uh signed up with Hulu for over the the Black Friday deal. And oh, what was that? It was 99 cents for just like one month or for one month. For the entire year, so less than twelve dollars. Oh and my goodness! Is that is that a thing anymore? <laughs> I guess so. I need um, to do that because I've been really wanting to rewatch Sunny, and this, yeah, this would be the perfect opportunity. Oh yeah, and that's I I scored that deal because I don't. Here's the thing: because you you've got the bundle, right? The oh, Hulu. I don't know because we canceled that, and then I I got Disney Plus again because of the holidays. Okay. And uh, for Hawkeye. So I don't have Hulu, but it, the deal is t- still going. Well, with that, it's okay. Awesome. Because yeah, I, I locked that in and I'm like, oh, I want I want to uh, watch a couple of things that are on Hulu and I didn't want to like keep sharing and all that stuff. So I one of those shows that's on Hulu that I want to end up binging is It's Always Sunny. I've been a sporadic viewer but I do like the show and it's not one of those that I can quote or think back to like, Oh, I love this episode. There are like a couple, but there are none that I can point to and be like, this is awesome. Like this is my favorite episode. Um, So I, I would say a very, very casual viewer, but it is like one of those shows that pushes the envelopes and it's kind of like a curb your enthusiasm set in a bar with a group, a family, more or less. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. I like the cast a lot. And, you know, 15 years into this thing, I'm still entertained. Uh, That says something. Do you think that they will hang it up anytime soon? No, because they're like locked in for like 18 more seasons. Oh, wow. That's an exaggeration, but I'm pretty confident that it's... uh, (laughs) It's locked in for a few more seasons. And the, the cast seems to be able to do other projects that they want to do, like Glenn Howerton has AP Bio, which is very funny. Mm. Rob McElhenney has Mythic Quest, which I have said numerous times is Apple 
TV pluses or whatever their services <laughs> is called. Uh, that's like their hidden gem. It, that's the other thing that I think makes it, especially shows like that stand out and stick with you is whenever you're, you can tell that they're having fun with that. And this is a group that it seems like they have never lost that. So I have a feeling my number three is going to be much higher on your list, even though we've just got three of these, but I'm going with a theater release for December 16th a Spider-Man No oh. Way Home. I believe the movie comes out two days earlier uh, than here in the US. It comes out two days earlier in the United Kingdom and a few oh, other boy. countries. And then the day before us, I want to say there's the extra like France and a few others. I may be wrong about France, but there are, I do know that there are uh, two days in the United Kingdom and a slew of countries and then a day before elsewhere. So it's staggered by just one to two days, but that can make a big difference, especially oh, yeah. if you're scrolling on Twitter and YouTube and anywhere else online. We're screwed, though. I, I feel like a, a massive amount of information on this movie has been leaked. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what's real and what's not real. I I think it's Marvel's worst kept secret that Maguire and Garfield are in this movie. Mm -hmm. So how angry do you think people are going to be when those two are either not in the movie (laughs) or in it for like two minutes? Uh, You know, I'm really curious. I could could seriously see that sparking a shooting or something. Do you, here's the, here's the other thing. Do you think that they're going to save them for like a post credit scene or mid credit scene? No. And if they're in it, they're going to be that. It's the third act. I have a theory, too. Have you seen the... You saw the new trailer, right? Yeah. I try to avoid it, but it came on, I think, before seeing House of Gucci or something. And Ooh. yeah, it was literally the last trailer. I'm like, all right, we might as well just get this over with. Swash it. There's a shot of MJ falling. Yeah. And I thought I, I was genius when I came up with this. There's already videos about other people predicting this too. I think the person that's going to save her is Garfield, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, because uh-huh. he couldn't save Gwen Stacy in Amazing Spider-Man 2. So that's going to be his redemption. Oh, interesting. Little prediction for you. Yeah, I, I need to go back and rewatch all of the Spideys, uh, the live action before watching this, uh, just, just to get ready and prepare because it's been a while and I've only seen Spidey 3 where we've got emo Spidey um, <laughs> dancing around in the streets. That one's uh, on like FX all the time. <laughs> or whatever channel it's on, it's weirdly enough on like every single day. I don't, I don't know why. I just want us to get Paul Giamatti as Rhino one more time. I'd be okay with that. I thought his suit looked amazing at the end of that movie. Yeah. Uh, do you think if McGuire is in this movie, he's got like a punch gut? You think they have the CG his punch gut? You know, I was because that dude did not get in shape for this. If he's in it, that's I can a tell thing, you that. Yeah. Right what if he? Yeah. What if he puts on the suit? But you know, like some people, they end up having like the shirts just a little too small. What if that's him? But it's the suit <laughs> for him. Uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I, you know, I've not seen Toby in a long time. 
I haven't either. It's all these leaks about Garfield being in this and leaked images and video of him supposedly on set. And there's been nothing on Maguire, which is the interesting thing. I've yet to see any single thing that is like, oh, that's that's Toby. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. They have to be in this movie though. They you can't introduce these villains and not have them be in it. Yeah. That would be so that would be stupid. Uh, you know, yeah. I, so we I, get we get Green Goblin, we get Doc Ock, we get Electro, we get the Lizard, confirmed, and Sandman confirmed mm-hmm. from the trailer. Who are you most looking forward to seeing? Well, they've got to go for six for the Sinister Six, right? You so would think they've got to be adding what Venom? You think it's got to be no, Venom? It's not Venom. I, I think it's Mysterio. I think Jake G is going to be in this. That's going to be the big, the big reveal. Yeah, that's I, it I, makes the most sense. Yeah, you would think so, but I it don't. It can't be Venom. That's gonna. It's too stupid. And Venom's a good guy. Why would he be fighting with bad guys? I still wonder if he shows up somehow, and it doesn't. I also, he's not. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. I think. I don't think Doc Ock is going to be bad. I don't I think, think so either. I think he's going to be working with Peter Parker by the end of this movie, and and it, Green Goblin's going to be the bad guy, which. Mm-hmm is exciting, but I want my confusion too, is we're introducing Harry Osborne and uh, Dr. Otto Octavius in this one. And they are, they're from the other movies. So does that mean they don't exist in the MCU's version or have we just not met them yet? Hmm. Cause that, if, the, if there's no Harry Osborne in the Marvel cinematic universe, as we know it, uh, that's kind of a bummer. I because I, I, yeah. I want I want an established Harry Osborne. That's a good point. I don't know. I when I feel like what was it Homecoming when that came out? I think we had a conversation about that, but it's been years so since talking about that or thinking about it. So hmm. And they confirmed today that Tom Holland is back for. Well, they, the producer more. said that he's going to be he's sticking around. They have a new trilogy they're working on. So I wonder what the big arc is of that. Maybe you introduce the new Harry Osborne. I don't know. Yeah. I also meant Norman Osborne, not Harry Osborne. Though I do want okay. to see Harry Osborne too. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I bet we'll get the... I, I bet the next three movies, the next trilogy will end up having the Osbournes in it. Here's here's my question for you. In the MCU, of all of the superhero, standalone superhero films, do you think as of right now, and this is, this is way over-predicting with No Way Home, but is there a chance, Spidey, these three movies could be the best or one of the best trilogy superhero, standalone superhero films in the MCU? Because you've got like this current trilogy, yeah. So like the Thor trilogy, the Cap oh. trilogy. Mm, Do you Cap's think so? good? I think Iron Man is mostly good, minus Iron Man two. Thor is mostly pretty good. Well, how many have gone into actual trilogies? We're no, we know we're getting Guardians. I would, I would. Man, it's hard though because I think Homecoming. That's my favorite MCU movie. And then Far From Home is mid. 
there's a huge drop off. Yeah. And I I do worry I do worry that this is going to be too much. This thing yeah. cuz I just I initially just wanted a let's just do one bad guy a and scale wrap back. this trilogy up. Yeah. And this is going it's like literally throwing everything into it. <laughs> but it's opening the door for the multiverse. Yeah. Um I don't know. It is the the big concern is is this going to be too much? Too much for yeah. one movie which I think at this point has been confirmed to be about 2 hours and 28 minutes. Yeah, that's I think too for when we do the Spidey discussion, it'd be great to look at the past Spidey movies to see where this lands among all of them and then also how it compares to the Sam Raimi trilogy because I mean 1 and 2 are arguably some of the greatest superhero films ever, right? With Toby yeah, the first one's not bad. I don't love that first one. I like it. And then I I remember really loving the second one, but it's been a while. Yeah. I got to find where those are streaming because I got to go back and rewatch all of them. And I've never seen Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Electro. <laughs> I'm saving you need, that. You need for... to watch it. Though it <laughs> yeah. looks like we have a different version of Electro. Did you yeah. see there's a screenshot of... Jamie Foxx, and he looks like his suit's powered by Stark technology. And he's not blue. And he's not blue, which would explain this is probably a different version of Electro than yeah. what we saw in Amazing Spider-Man 2. They do, there's some weird choices in Amazing Spider-Man 2, but I stand by some of the action sequences, and I think it has the best swinging Spider-Man scenes of any Spider-Man film. Because mm. I think what's lacking in these MCU ones is the swinging visuals are just for some reason it's like they don't want to replicate what Raimi and then um, what the amazing Spider-Man movies did. Yeah. But God, he, he moves so well in, in amazing Spider-Man too. Like it's just so good. So that makes up for electro blue electro. I don't hate electro. It's silly. It's goofy. <laughs> Uh, I kind of like it. I like that <laughs> Amy Fox goes all in. The problem with that movie is we have Harry Osborn turning into the Green Goblin. It's mm. just, it's so stupid and it's terrible and he looks awful. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's like, I know they wanted to tweak the Norman Osborn story. Yeah. I just don't like it. And then there's too much focus on Peter's parents. Like the mm. movie legit starts, like the first 10 minutes are about Peter's parents. Well, now you've really set the bar for Amazing Spider-Man 2. But weirdly enough, that's one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. I just, it's got a lot of issues, but I like it. And I also like, I think at the time, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone were like, they were, they were very much in love. And it, it transcends on screen. Okay. Which helps out. It's good. I like that. You can tell they have really good chemistry. So <laughs> that's nice to see. Uh, but they're not they're no longer together no they've been i think broken up for quite a while (laughs) oh that stings yeah hey it was it was good while it lasted ah yeah well now i've got my work cut out for me because and it's not just with um with going back and uh, rewatching the MCU, but it's all Spider-Man movies. Do you do you think that you'll do that like a week before leading up to uh, watching the new Spidey? I rewatched the first one over the summer, so I would probably just do 
Spider-Man 2 and 3, and then uh, maybe just Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because I think the Amazing Spider-Man is okay. It's kind of a rough water, a rough mm. rewatch. There's a lot of things in that I just don't like. I, You know, since we've been talking, I'm going through and trying to find where to watch these movies, and I am coming up short. I keep seeing watch it on friggin' tbs.com. <laughs> This is just outrageous. You're going to have to like fork over five bucks for it. Yeah. I'm just going to have to. And even like the amazing Spider-Man movies are on freaking TBS.com. Who uses TBS.com? And is it like edited or what? I don't know. This is just so, I bet you anything it is. I'm now, I'm now really curious who out there uses TBS.com. Well, it says you can also use TNT and the True TV app. So, congratulations. Okay. On and Amazing Spider-Man Two is on FX Networks or FX Now. So, I had to give. I, I got to go back and uh, got to start my homework early for those. Yeah, start cranking it out. So we we went into Spidey talk with that. So, what's your number two? My numero two is the Matrix Resurrections. Ooh. It's the fourth movie in the Matrix series and it hits theaters and HBO Max on Wednesday, December 22nd. Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, and Jada Pinkett Smith return. And we have Yahya Abdul-Mateen II playing Ooh. a new and or younger version of Morpheus. Who knows? But Lawrence Fishburne played that character in the original trilogy. This might make you feel like an old fart because this movie comes... 18 years after the Matrix Revolutions hit theaters in 2003. Jeez. I remember that was my graduating year in high school. And uh, it was was a good time because the second movie came out in May, right when I was graduating. And we didn't have to wait long for the third one. It came out six Mm -hmm. months later. I think these studios need to be doing that more often, releasing two of the same franchise in a single year. How awesome is that? That's fun. I, I was really hoping, and didn't you predict this as well, that with Halloween, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends could have been like that? Oh, that would have been awesome. But the issue, the issue with that is it is seasonal oriented. So sure. do you release one in summer and then maybe the final one in October? Yeah. Maybe that's what you do. But um, yeah, I, I like this trilogy a lot. I kind of stand by two and three more than other people. And then obviously the original in it is an absolute classic. So high hopes for this one. I, I will say the trailer for this, I'm not in love with. I know. I I'm kept- just like, eh. I mean, it's there's nothing in it that gets me stoked. And it looks like greatest hits of mm-hmm. the originals. Like, see, like, let's take the biggest and best action scenes and just replicate it in a fourth film. Yeah, um, I agree. And that's what's kind of gotten me a little worried because, you know, I think it's a cool concept if they've got something there. But this trailer, was it shown at CinemaCon? It was shown somewhere for the first time uh, before... I don't know if it was because remember there was a countdown like on YouTube. It was it was the big like yeah reveal on the website's actually it was actually pretty pretty cool where you would enter the matrix and you would oh. get clips. Yeah, 
of the trailer and then people were like piecing them together. And I, I thought that was fun. Yeah, that, I mean, the idea, I kept hearing some online chatter on Twitter of, man, this is this looks great before I was able to watch it. And I kept thinking, okay, well, if it if the trailer looks really good, there's a lot of promise, then, I mean, it's the Matrix. Like you said, I stand by the second and third film, Reloaded and Revelations, because that just, I, I just like those movies. And I, I'm more of a, um, a, a supporter of those. But uh, when the trailer came out and I saw it, I'm like, eh, I'm a little nervous. Like you said, it could be the Matrix greatest hits rather than uh, Resurrection. <laughs> so there is that underlying concern there for sure. My number two is also coming out the same weekend. Ooh. And similar to The Matrix, uh, that will be coming out on HBO Max, but that's a day and date release with theaters. My pick will be in theaters, but it's going to be a very limited release coming out December 24th. And that is Netflix's new Don't Look Up from Adam McKay. Ooh. This cast looks freaking amazing. Like every this is stacked. This is like this year's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with the amount of stars we have in this movie. And uh I just it the premise sounds really interesting. The the concept, the second trailer that we've seen as well. Uh, which speaking of, have you seen that? Yeah, I think it looks good. The, the uh, cast list includes Matthew Perry and Chris Evans. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, I mean, all right, let's go down the list here. Timothy Chalamet, Leo, Jennifer Why'd you lead with Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> yeah, he was just the first one that popped up, uh, which I bet he's only going to be in it for like a few minutes. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, which she's... Now, I'm not going to say making a comeback. She was just uh, on the sideline for a little while. As she, she can said. disappear again. Uh, she can go away. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a big knock on this movie for me. I'm just like, I'm not interested in her. Um, yeah, she uh, she went to go do... I guess I, she had a child, right? And she went to... Um, I think she's pregnant now. I think she's... Okay. Well, maybe she did. I, I think she just took a break. Yeah, because she said that she went to go live her life. That's what she said in terms of outside of movies. But uh, continuing, we've got Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, Kate Blanchett, Ron Perlman shooting a gun into the sky, which is awesome, <laughs> which is my favorite part. Um, Mark Rylance, Ariana Grande, Michael Chiklis, Tyler Perry, Hamish Patel. Uh, and it just goes on and on. Kid Cudi. I mean, it just, this is nuts. This entire cast list uh just looks wild and the movie looks bonkers i'm here for it i'm really excited to see what we get out of this and i'm hoping this is going to be like a two and a half hour movie a good long movie of just um just having fun because it looks like this cast has a ton of fun all right my numero one spider-man we already talked about it Ooh. boom nailed it <laughs> So nothing else to say about Spidey? No, we spent like 45 minutes talking about it. What's your number one? I was, ho I was hoping for another 45 minutes. Um, my number one, I'm curious if you've seen this. I would not have had 
any clue, any inkling at all that th- this was coming out, but it is my one and only HBO Max release. It's an HBO Max original, and it's Station Eleven coming out on December 16th. Have you seen I've never the trailer? I've freaking heard of that. I, you know, I would not have either, but it kept popping up on YouTube for me, and this is very interesting. I mentioned him once before uh, and being a part of Don't Look Up, but, oh, yeah, this is the Himesh Patel show. Yep. And then we also have the wonderful Mackenzie Davis. Oh, yeah, I love her. I can't get enough of Mackenzie. So when I first saw this, I sadly got this confused with 8-Bit Christmas because <laughs> it was... Have you watched that yet? No, I don't know if I will. I kind of uh, want we, to. Yeah, you got to. Was it good? I don't know. I haven't watched it, but I mean, it's the okay. holidays. We, it's in our queue. We're going to be, we're going to yeah, be cranking it, it out. It, we, we almost did. We, I, I was close with my family, but I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll say it. But anyways, I, I was, uh, I was online. The trailer popped up and the very beginning of this trailer for station 11, it looks like the holidays and it, and I actually just checked it off. I scrolled past that. I'm like, ah, it's eight bit Christmas. I've already seen the trailer to this. No station 11 the synopsis for this, very short sentence, survivors of a devastating flu pandemic try to rebuild their lives after losing everything. Hits yep, pretty sounds, freaking... Sounds like what we need right now. <laughs> yeah, it hits pretty freaking close to home, but there's something about just the the style of this, the, the actors as well. I mean, Mackenzie Davis is just, I can't get enough. And then getting yet again another role from Patel. I'm... I want to see more of him and and just general. So uh, this God, looks I've been like about him a lot lately, yeah. mainly because that that Beatles documentary came out on Disney Plus and it got me thinking about yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, and that's another yeah. movie I want to go back and rewatch. Yeah, um, me too. But this this is uh, this looks like it will be it will consume uh, my uh, my heavy drama. I like to watch something fun and light and then a heavy drama and then mix those up together at the same time. This is a limited series, 10 episodes dropping. It's an HBO Max original. So um, I, uh, until like maybe a week ago, had no clue. I'd heard about this, but I had no clue what it looked like. And I saw the trailer and I thought, I'm in. This, this looks amazing and if they pull off some of the stuff i'm just really curious to see where they go um and it it may be one of those like watching it it's not uh what i'm i'm wanting but it to me could resemble the stand uh minus the whole like good versus evil uh but yeah i'm 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 definitely uh excited for this uh mini series and that's turned into my favorite form of storytelling I've found is that if we get a good little longer than the movie, uh, but if we get something that is about that six to seven hour time frame, uh, you can you can do a lot with that and dive into some of the characters and uh, the environment. So count me and that's my number one. Uh, weirdly enough that I put that above all else, but I'm in, I'm in that mindset. I want I want something that's a little heavier. 
Well, two of your three picks are basically about the end of the world. So, <laughs> yeah, that might be where your mind is at right now. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's foreshadowing uh, what 2022 is going to be like. <laughs> it can't get any worse. <laughs> can't get any worse. So if I'm looking at your your picks, mm-hmm. you had Spider-Man, numero three. Mm-hmm. You had Don't Look Up, and then you have Station Eleven. I think if... I'm interested in all three of those. Um, I think if I had to rank it, if I had to rank yours, not that this matters, cool. I would I would flip-flop Spider-Man and don't look up. Actually, I'd put Spider-Man numero one, Station Eleven numero two, and then don't look up as my third. Okay. But again, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be tuned in to all three. You know, with considering I left the Matrix off and talking more about it and thinking about my love for the others, looking at your list, I dig it all. I would probably go Matrix, Spidey, and then, uh, crap, what was your third one? Sunny. That's got to be number Sunny. three, though, because yeah, I'll put, I mean, yeah. if you're not watching it, though, it's not going to be interesting to you. Yeah. I, I mean, though once that's a show I, you can just like pick up and watch, yeah. which is nice. And that I, I do want to, catch up with that as i said i i do plan on binging that so uh that i'm adding that to my list i'm just gonna lock myself away this december and keep watching tv and movies until i catch up <laughs> well i thought well, about that with the, um the beatles get back it's eight yeah. hours long and i'm like i just need i know i just had some time off i just need like a day give me a day and i can go crank that out yeah, you need. You literally have to take a day off work to watch that. <laughs> you you do a complete day. Now I had to Google this because I was like, this is on Disney Plus. It's the Beatles, and I wondered, is like, is this rated? It's not rated, but they were able. The Beatles and I guess Peter Jackson, who did did this, were able to convince Disney to allow cursing, which. I guess they freely do it throughout this documentary, which is interesting. Interesting, And they also smoke a ton. And oh, those two yeah. things, I guess it has a little warning before it starts of there's going to be smoking. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's funny that Disney Plus is just like, all right, say, you can say whatever you want. It is, it is fascinating that they're releasing this on Disney Plus. I do find that to be... Well, what doesn't make sense is I looked this up and this uh, it said it was initially planned as like a theatrical thing. I'm like, who hmm. in the... I guess you would do three versions in theaters or I don't know how this would work. Yeah. If it's in the three parts and they're legit two and a half hours, if not longer, every single episode. That's two hours longer than Chernobyl, the show, this, the limited series. Peter Jackson loves that bloat. <laughs> yeah. He... It's like you couldn't have shaved two hours off and done two parts, but what do I know? Well, all right. A well, lot that to about wraps from. it up. We got yeah. we we spent, I think, three and a half hours talking about for, um, No Way Home, Sp- Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, film fans, thanks for joining us as always, and that does it for this episode. So until next time, keep watching. Mm-hmm.